0: The World According to Tabsy and Ida. Crowd podcast. See, why are you so aggressive, bruv? But I'm trying, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to just do it. I never aspired to be a TV man. I can't lie, the girls loved you. If we done Top Gear, we'd be the greatest trio of all time.
1: How do you even know these things?
0: we got Zoo walking in. The World, the world According to Tabsy and Ida. It's <laughs> robot, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah, nah. And we're in. Big hides. You telling me my bro. Myself Tubsy. It's the first one. How do you feel? I feel good. Let's let's let the people know what the first one is. What are we do, This right is now? the first ever podcast that Tubsy and Hyder are doing. I'm Tubsy. I'm Hyder. You can find me on I am Tubsy. My Instagram is Hides Official. And we also have a joint insta Did Join you know Insta. No, Hold on. What the new thing? At Tubsy and Hider. Come I on. Can't go wrong, Furthermore,
1: you know. more. let me search that right now. Yeah. Just make sure these lot ain't pulling our legs, you know what I mean? I just searched our Insta, Tubzy and Hyder. it's got no profile picture. It's got one follower called Sparky Mad Wolf. We need to have a word with our producer, find out who Sparky is. But yeah, Yeah. we've got one follower so far.
0: I mean, that's a good start, you know? Good start. I mean, one follower is better than no follower, isn't it? Yeah. We're at home today. We're recording from home. We've got a beautiful home. Um, our living room. For those that don't know, we actually live together. A lot of people know us from our BAFTAs and our TV show, but the podcast will be a new thing and I'm excited to bang it out and talk about things that we're interested in. We've been away for a long time recently as well. It feels good to be back, back home. My brain's just been going overdrive, Colombia, Morocco, Morocco, San Andres.
1: You know I count San Andres as a different holiday because it wasn't planned, it wasn't part of the places we were meant to go and it's a completely different island in the middle of the
0: Caribbean Sea. So, San Andreas is uh, a little island off the coast of Nicaragua, just not too far from Jamaica. Costa Rica. Um, yeah, and it's it's not near Colombia. It is, but not really. There's loads of other countries that are closer, but Colombia do own it. Everyone was telling us, yo, San Andreas is the place to be at. So, we just thought we'll go there and just see what's up. Colombia is the
1: first country I've been to where I've gone into the
0: sea and it's hot. What did you prefer, Colombia or Morocco? I enjoy both of them, but I say Colombia, bro. Columbia. I love amazing, Morocco. I'm obviously not, I'm not taking anything away from that, but Colombia was, was a whole new experience, bro. It was. It, it was, was your
1: first time in Morocco as well. It was your yeah, first time in both yeah.
0: countries. So how was that for you? I mean, it was great. I'm an explorer, an adventurer, so <laughs> I'd like to go out there far and out. And you know, when when you go on holidays, it just makes you want to go on more. So we went with our flatmates, um, D Seven and Big Zoo. Big Zoo. We went and it was a random trip. We've logged most of it. We all live together, and that's where we're recording the show today. In our house? Yeah, not not bad at all.
1: So welcome, welcome if you're listening. Hopefully you feel as if you're sitting on the sofa with us.
0: Yep, go, go to the fridge, pick up a drink, and sit tight. Sit tight, listening. For those that know us,
1: great... For those that don't know us, you're who? I'm Tabsy. I'm Hyda and this is the what? Tabsy and Hyda podcast. The world the according. <laughs> <laughs> according to
0: Tabsy.
1: <laughs> He's forgotten the name already. Aye. The world according to Tabsy and Haida, which is basically going to be us sitting down, venting anything we want to vent, get off our chest, speak about anything that's going in the world. Basically, the world according to Tabsy, to me, and to you guys who are listening in.
0: Beautiful. Was, was that, that, that was pretty good, Hides. Was that good? Was I, like that, that, I like that enticing we've known each other from 2006 that means we've known each other for like 15 years 16 years Hides. 6 17 I know you very well yeah do you know what that means Hides what does that mean it means I know what's in your brain before you say it is that so yeah I definitely do think so we met each other in school Hides um was the little short kid. I was the little fat kid.
1: <laughs> um,
0: his words, not mine. I was really small with a bowl cut. He was the greatest at football, I would say. <laughs> um, I wish I had that talent. But Tubsy, to
1: be fair, Tubsy had his own talents. He was, I reckon personally, the smartest kid in our whole year. I genuinely believe he could have reached Cambridge, Oxford, and maybe even beyond. But yeah, he, he decided to take the entrepreneurial route in life. Which I yeah. commend him for because he said education's
0: not for me. I'm going to take the Richard Branson route. We went to St. Augustine's school in Kilburn. The first thing Haida ever said to me was a lie. <laughs> um, I saw the guy in school. It was a prank. Um, I knew his brother. I didn't know they were brothers. So one day we just went to knock on his house. And then Haida opens up. I'm like, hey, you're my school. You're my year. Like, what are you saying? He goes, no, nah, that's not me, bro nah that's not even me Um, that's my twin brother Um, um, yeah (laughs) and then he just (laughs) left (laughs) and then he just left and then I see him at school I'm like yo bro don't lie to me bro you ain't got no twin brother it's you after a week I decided to say you know what I ain't got
1: a twin brother I didn't think I could keep that up for my whole school years
0: I mean, I, th- I never believed it. I just thought, bro, why are you lying to me? No, you believed that at first. No, if that makes you feel better, right, then cool. Because the next day I'll I'll you came to you school, have you're that, like, hey, bro. I saw
1: your twin brother, you know.
0: Bro. <laughs> yeah, you know that's bro. how you talk. No, <laughs> that's not how I talk at all. You can hear how I talk. You was quite popular in school. You, We were both popular. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. You, I, I can't lie, the girls loved you. Nah, the girls loved eat, you, bro. No, See me, eat. I got no girls until PB. <laughs> bro, PB came through, beard came out, the females started coming out of the woodworks. I swear <laughs> down. Me
1: and Tubbs had beards from young, but we was all in secondary getting questioned. Like.
0: Yeah, nah, to be fair, I just had a mustache. You know, the thinnest and mustache. And the thin of... pencil beard. You know, My little... beard didn't come out, man. I'll be real. Like, I was like 18, bro. Not even the line. Not the line. I just had a little bit on the chin. School was great. I uh, we went to school with Zoo. We did go to school with That's zoo. where we met. That's our childhood friends. Um, we got, we got Zoo walking in. Zoo. What, he's being shy? Know, he's just big, shouting, he's making noise on our podcast. Shut up, bro. Like, we, we, we are where you going, right, mate? Where you're are you not, going?
1: You're not meant to be here. You're well, I'm not, here, isn't it? You're not allowed on our podcast. Why? What's that? It's
0: it's a no Zoo. Where are you bro, off? You're not in my living room, bro. Our I living have room. to live. <laughs> no? Yeah, I mean, you can live. That was Big Zoo. Was um, big he just Zoo. walked in. Um, his voice is very large. He just
1: wants to be heard. And uh,
0: Hi, I'm on Dem podcast. So we've got quite a big friendship circle. We do. Quite a lot of us, geographical friends. And, you know, we, we live with D7. D7 a, is a great artist. Also, a friend. I met D7 when I was 16.
1: I met him 2011 carnival.
0: Yeah, that's, that's it. We were 16, bro. I'm a math man. Makes sense. I reckon I had, I had a great childhood, man. Personally, I had everything growing up, you know. Even though I lived in uh, middle of Mozart, I had a great house. I loved going home. Mozart is an area between Westbourne Park and Queen's Park. It's just near the High Road, near Grove, uh West London. I weren't actually born here. I was born um, back home. We were both born back home. Um, When did you come to the country, heads? I came here
1: when I was about two, two and a half. So like 1997. I came here from Syria. So interesting story, we had to flee Iraq and we got to Syria. And then my dad came here instantly when I was basically born. When I was born in Iraq, they had to flee when I was at six months. Got to Syria, then for two and a half years, my dad didn't see me. So when I actually got to London, I didn't know who my dad was. Lucky him. <laughs> I didn't know who he was. So um yeah, when he'd come up to me and try to hug me and dad'd run away apparently.
0: I mean, not too bad. I mean, look at you now. Look at me look now. Look at hey. you now. Look <laughs> who the thought. I came here when I was a baby. Came here from Iran, um, Iraqi, but we had we've the family fled Iraq to Iran. And then we came here for a better life. I learned English in school. Arabic's my first language.
1: It's mad, isn't it? English isn't our first language,
0: but you speak it so well. That's because um, my English is better than my Arabic, 100%. Definitely, isn't it? But over my family's years. fresh, bro. We speak Arabic at home. We embrace where we're from, so it'll it will, it will always be that. When we first came here, we moved around all over the place. Um, my older brothers actually went to like six or seven different schools. Mm. Um, I was still young. We moved to Edgar Road. was there for a few years. Edger Road. Learned how to ride a bicycle. Great <laughs> time of my life. And then we my sister was born when I was about 5 years old and we moved to Mozart and we've been in Mozart ever since.
1: We had some good memories growing up, man. Do you remember swimming? We used to go swimming a lot, you know. Yeah,
0: um I actually we went there so much and we used to fight until we get kicked out. Kicked out. Yeah. We used to play in the pool do all the things we were not allowed to do and get kicked out. And we used to do that every day until I started working there. (laughs) They're like, bro, how you do work here? We banned you yesterday. (laughs) Like, I started working there for a bit. Um, That was a very interesting experience. It was. They they closed it down. I I used to work in Jubilee Sports Centre. Jubilee. And no one had a membership. No one. No one. So you just walk in and if anyone stops you, you'd be like, get out of my way. And then, it just works.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they
0: closed down the building because no one paid the membership. Yeah, no. But it was great. Like you had a swimming pool, um, you had a gym, you had that little jungle gym at the back. Yeah, you the got footballs play that. Football, basketball, badminton, table tennis, and then we started going um, to
1: Seymour, Porchester.
0: Yeah, we started hopping around to all the all the leisure centres. Yeah, we were active kids. We were very active. Oh, yeah. We'd go out there. I remember. We used to do a lot of things. Nostalgia is so important. That Connection that we have to our area. Um, I know there's like quite a lot of areas in London that are similar mm-hmm. to what we're saying. We just happen to grow up in Mozart, so it feels like this is our neighborhood and we grew up here. So that same feeling of that, I'm sure people get you, people get all over 100%. And they feel that same connection to their area.
1: Do you know what it is about our area though? It's so small yet so powerful, powerful, because right. it's like we. It's true. Think about it. Kilburn Lane to Harrow And
0: we've got Paddington Rec that we, that are a great Paddington facility. Rec.
1: Oh, don't get me started. Like, uh, we, Paddington Rec is like the park that we grew up in basically that had the football pitches. So as kids, we were just from morning, as soon as the gate opens till the screw guards were kicking, out, kicking us out late at night. We'd just be playing football every single day of our lives.
0: Football was life. The man would love to have me in goal. <laughs> I'm not feeling that, but i was just let it run. <laughs> did you not like playing in goal? Of course. No, I did. I'm just throwing it out there, man. Do you know what it is? Tubbsy
1: had, you know, in like certain fighting games, each character has a special move, like they yeah. do at the end. Like you press L1, R1, bam, bam. Tubbsy's special move was shouting bicycle kick and running for the ball during a corner, thinking he's going to do a bicycle kick. And... Ninety-nine percent of the time yeah. he missed the
0: ball. I think I just connected it once in my life. <laughs> once. And that was good enough.
1: And that day we were astonished. Like Tubsy actually tried the bicycle
0: and connected with the ball. That that was Yeah, I scored I scored once though. You scored yeah, one, did I scored it? once though. Was that mine, was, though. That was
1: that was a special moment in history. That was like Maradona handballing it. Uh, yeah after, <laughs> Yeah.
0: after that i slap slapping my chest and i'm like to let him i know yo i am here
1: let's talk about your taste in music tubbs because i find your taste in music very interesting because i don't think you have one yeah I mean, in terms uh, of you don't listen to music do you know what's funny about tubbs yeah so many years ago as you lot know big zoo does music innit? so yeah. anytime we used to get in tubbsy's car and he used to turn the car on the same one exact song we'll play because that's the only song he downloaded on his phone and it was Zoo's song. Nah. So every day of our lives, we'd get into Tubbsy's car. What was it? um Content of Content. Yeah, one of them was. Um, so hold that, hold that. It was so the hold that EP. Every
0: time I buy, his, uh, <laughs> I buy a song, for some reason, it goes to a special file and the, the latest song I bought would just start playing like randomly, automatically. And I'd always buy so that's the only music he had on. and moment. then we'll just start playing every day and then you know when you hear something enough like if something's your alarm then you're not gonna you know you don't want to hear it but luckily it didn't get to that i mean it might have but we, we switched up. i don't really listen to music as much as the rest of the lads um has z- z- definitely influenced my musical interests. i listen to books i'm a knowledge seeker Tubbs
1: has this thing where we'll be talking about the most random thing in the world you can ever think of. Tubbs will, in the background, just reply, yeah, do you know why that is? Because basically this does that and then that. And we'll look at him like, how do you even know these things? And they'll be like, yeah, I watched a video um the other day. Like Tubbs, Tubbs gets in his car, puts on a video and just listens to that, which I respect a lot because your knowledge is very... Broad.
0: Which is why, why we're doing the podcast. There um, you go.
1: He's so smart. They had to give him a podcast. So give us one of your mad interesting facts that no one would know.
0: Well, West London, Whiteleys did not get bombed because um, World War II, Hitler wanted to take over Whiteleys in West London and use that as his base. That's mental. I don't know if you lot know where Whiteleys is in Queensway. Yeah. It was like a
1: mini shopping center before Westfield was even around. That was our little go-to, like, as kids we'd go there into the shops and that yeah apparently they didn't bomb it because Hitler wanted to take it over and use it as his main hub once he'd taken over Britain which failed miserably thankfully I mean you did push that out of me I told them give them a random fact bro not specifically Hitler bombing Wiley's
0: I mean that's pretty random bro West London you know that's it local random, to our house we walk there every it- day for our childhood the cleaners it hey D bust the door please oh, I'm so happy to see her you know Tubsy it's been like over a month <laughs> uh, I've been having to clean myself do you know I'm <laughs> yeah, I've been having t- to clean myself Tubsy <laughs> yes oh my god oh good. my days such hard work Tubsy oh I had to actually lift the Hoover. <laughs> oh poor me right, I'm gonna go speak to the cleaner guys. go
1: speak to the cleaner I'll just keep the guys entertained while you're gone by the way Tubsy does not clean whatsoever I promise you, lot, this guy never in his life that we've, we've lived there how long? A year and a half, I think now? Hasn't lifted his finger once.
0: Oh, hello, Tabs. How are you? Shout out to Cleaner, man. She folds all my clothes, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> so much. You don't understand. You see me? I, I hate folding clothes, bro. I just, I'm just so bad at it. Like, I will fold it and as I move it, it unfolds a little fold, bit and, and then, then it's so long.
1: No, God bless her, man. She's... She comes in. She puts her headphones on. She yeah.
0: just does her thing. I mean, you know what's mad? I told my mom I can do laundry now. And you, then, I know. Yeah, and <laughs> so, she's she's proud of me, innit? it? Yeah. You gotta pay for laundry for and the now. Rest I'm of your just life. going to the dry cleaners again. And, and paying for laundry, bro. I done laundry once, and I was so like excited. I told my mom, yo, I done laundry. You know? She's like, oh, well done, like that's good, like all right. It's- and then because like. I enjoyed that little feeling that like she gave me all the well done. I just got to do my own laundry now. But because I can't be bothered to hang up. It's a whole process. You got to slap it in a washing machine, wait a whole hour or so. And then you got to hang it up and hope it's warm enough. And then wait again, like a whole what couple of hours again. And then fold the clothes and then put them in your wardrobe. The longest Bro, part about that that's is so just long. folding
1: it. It's not long, man. Think about it,
0: bro. I'm not going to lie, yeah. Growing up, my mom used to do laundry. So I've moved out now with my mates. At first, I used to buy socks and boxes, bro. (laughs) I used to buy new clothes. Bro, I had enough of it. I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to do laundry. I just buy new clothes all the time. Do
1: you know what we need to do? We need to find uk. Speak for yourself. That's, bro. I I cook, I clean, I wash, I Mm. do
0: all of that. I've never, ever done. Made anyone do that for me? See, my parents are on me to get married, innit? Yeah, like I, every time I see my mom, she looks at me and says, "Yo, I need grandkids." <laughs> like, "Yo, I need grandkids. I need them ASAP." She's like, got look.
1: plenty already.
0: That <laughs> like, girl, like for years, she's been saying, "Yo, get married." I'm like, mom, look, I need to make some money." Like, "Yeah, let me do this. <laughs> let me do that." Like, she's like, "Alright, cool," and she's like, "Been hella, She's been really patient, but now everybody in my family has been married, so you're the and last even one? my little sister. my older brothers my little sister and she's like look ahmed it's your turn you're the last one on the list but i need you to i need you to get married you gotta do it it's got to a point where she's like introducing me to girls now it's like Ah. yo she's like look at you know you want to chat to this guy and i'm like and i'd always make it difficult so at first when i'm weren't like really serious yeah i would just like make it like i would just tell her no she would be like what's wrong with you why are you saying no do you do you know like females (laughs) what do you want to be haram you want to be Haram? I'm like, no, I don't want to be Halal. I don't want to be Haram. She's like, oh, okay. All right. And then it's got to a point now where I've just accepted it. And I've told her, look, I'm willing to meet them. If we get on, we get on. You didn't set no requirements. Oh, you know what? At first I made it more difficult. So every time I said, look, I need a really beautiful girl. Like like she gotta be mad just because it'll make you she gotta have green eyes it just, just because it'll be more difficult for her because she was showing me a girl every single day like bro do you know how long that is I want like at least once every two weeks or three weeks or a month bro like so I made it more difficult for her I started building mad criteria that like, I didn't really mean my sister's on it with my mom. you know they're doing um, the, the tag, tag teaming, the tag teaming. she's always on me she's like I'm gonna have you found someone
1: so Tabzit Tell them how did you get into the TV world? It was quite by luck, to
0: be honest. It was with you. mad, didn't it? Like it was the different. way it happened. I never aspired to be a TV man. Never. I never didn't... thought I'd ever do TV. Ever. Do you know what, what I thought though? I thought that if we'd done Top Gear, we'd be the greatest how, trio of all like, time. Growing up, I yeah. promise you. Do you Just know how mad there. this is? If we'd done Top Gear, we'd be the we'd be the greatest trio of all time. We
1: like we used to bag that show out so much. Like every time it was on, we'd make sure we'd watch it. Then when we we're in school. We'll talk about it the next day. Like that show, we always wanted to do it for life. Like we said, this is the greatest job you could ever have in your life. Just
0: top uh, gear. Let's get back into it. In school, we done catering, 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 and we learned how to cook different kind of food. We did. After that, GCSE catering. Like I went home to my mum and told her, "Look, you can't cook no iron more Arab food. food, more. food <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're about to flip it oh, up. I'm about to, to make lasagna. Westerners like it's all so, so, so different right now." So we done GCSE carrying, we, me and Haida were in the same class. Uh, Zoo was um also done GCSE carrying.
1: He was with life. And he was, in the, he was in the other class.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, we learned a lot, to be honest with you. We learned a lot. Um, it was great. I pretty much picked it because I knew while the lads were doing. Um, DT, what was it? DT? Yeah. While the lads were doing something else. We'll get to eat food. Design and technology or catering. I remember was. our first homework. So our. First assignment in GCSE Catering was to bring bread and sandwich filling. <laughs> and from that day on, I was hooked. Tubs was hooked. I was like, yo, he we should do this, this during lesson. Like, we have lunch and then we ha- eat again. Eat again <laughs> during <laughs> class. Oh, that was the
1: greatest. Nah, so yeah, we we done catering and our love for food naturally just was there, isn't it? Like, we were all yeah. foodies. We came from a family of foodies. And then, yeah, as we got older and we started going to each other's houses, whoever had a free yard, which is basically when... No one's parents are home and we could just all bring the man them over. We'd um, all meet up at whoever's house was free. We'd put two, three pound in together. Some people only had a pound, some had 50p. We'd collect all the coins and just go to the butchers, buy the cheapest cut of meat, which was wings at the time. You used to get good value for your money. Two, three pound the wings, you'd get like half a kilo, a kilo, which will feed all the man them. And yeah, we just used to go back to the house, cook that with some mac and cheese, pasta, and then over the years, Zoo started recording it on his Snapchat and just started doing a lot of things. And then one day, he done a Christmas cook up for the man them. We weren't there, but he done it. He got asked to do it for someone else. They recorded it, put it on YouTube, and then talent spotters at UK TV or Boom or whatever it was saw it. They got my brother Ro. Big up Ro you know yeah, because I know without you, Ro we wouldn't be here. So Ro went to the channel and told them look at this guy I think we should get him he's amazing this is that so they approached Zoo long story short they came up with the format of the show they came up with everything and then they wanted to do a pilot and originally they wanted to like established influences verified people who are already in the TV world or whatever YouTube world but No one wanted to turn up for the pilot. So, Zoo told the production company without telling the channel, can we just get my two friends, Tubsy and Haider, who love food, to fill in for the pilot. They agreed. We done the pilot. And we won a BAFTA. Obviously, it went exactly like that, but the channel ended up seeing the pilot, and they liked what they saw from us, even though we had no idea what the fuck we was doing. Because I remember turning up for the pilot. I was the first one there. It was like 7 a.m. I'm still half asleep. I'd only slept two, three hours before. Still had crust in my eye. I've turned up, got out the cab, and I've just seen cameras, a food truck. I'm seeing a lot of people just running around. And then I remember this guy come up to me like, hello, uh, I'm Alex, the producer. Little did I know, bro, what we were in for. I remember them miking us up, and I was like, to Zoo, Zoo what do I say? What do I do? do? Not knowing I'm mic'd up and they can hear me he was like just be yourself man like don't worry just do what you'd normally do which is just chill with the man name chat shit and bust jokes and then the rest was history bruv i remember tubsy he was sitting on his bed and they were like they were asking tubsy questions and tubsy was just being tubsy he wasn't trying to be extra funny he was just telling a story normally And I just remember everyone going, ah, crying, laughing their heads off. This is TV gold. And we're looking at each other like, we're not even doing nothing. Like, we're just being ourselves. You should come to the like You should come to our house and see what happens at our house. Like, and yeah, from that, like, I'm guessing the channel just saw the chemistry and connection between us all. And yeah, now we're three seasons deep. One BAFTAs, one Broadcast Awards. And now we're doing a podcast in our house. Like, honestly, if you asked me three, four years ago, would I be sitting there looking at two BAFTAs in a house that I live with with my mates? I would have probably slapped you and told you, carry on walking.
0: I was on that for one
1: second, but did you say you are going to slap me? No, not you, but... Uh, <laughs> the was person, who, has got the person who told me that... Yeah, man. So that's, that's, that's how we got into the TV world. And now being in it, it's like... It's like a second nature task. Like at first, me personally, like I was never a camera guy. I'd never liked the limelight, pressure. Like I used to struggle speaking in front of a classroom with fifteen of my, of my friends.
0: It's been quite natural as well. It's been, we've been literally, quite lucky that it's quite organic as well. That's that's that, a big part. Still. That we've just we've literally come into it, and it's just been snowball effect. Literally. One thing
1: I'm grateful for is the people we've worked with like our producer our director They've given us the chance to say, you know what? I'm not gonna give you a script. I'm not gonna tell you talk like this. I'm not gonna tell you act like this. Just we're gonna roll the cameras. You lot be yourselves.
0: Is that tubzy? I want you to cross the road, but can you cross the road like how tubzy would how cross tubsy the road? How tubzy would do it? Not not, not um, how I want. Just tubzy. You just just cross the road. How can <laughs> you say that's delicious? But say it's delicious. Like how how do you delicious. Would say it? Like just. Winning the BAFTA was quite surreal. It was a moment that we weren't expecting because we got nominated for a BAFTA year before that. Yeah, for but, our first season. But we didn't win that. But we thought we might. So the disappointment was too much for us it to was handle so twice much. in a row. Can't do that. Second BAFTA nomination was like, yeah, let him have it. Let him have yeah, it. Yeah, because the heartbreak was too much. We didn't want to put ourselves in a position literally. To, to be heartbroken.
1: Like literally, that's I think yeah. that's what made it it's like. For me, it was a movie. Like, I could, the minute I heard big, just the big, like, it's like my heart skipped to beat. Yeah. I was like, and then, you know, from the minute they said our name, you know, walking to the stage, this, all of that, it was, I couldn't remember nothing. Like, it was just, it was a blur. Like, it took a couple of days for me to sit down. And actually track back and think, oh, my days, this happened, this happened. We went up there. On the TV, when we watched it back, like, we're up there for a while. Like, the speech was so long because what people don't see is there's a timer that you're looking at. No one on TV can see it, but we could see it, anyone that's in the room. They only give you about 20, 25 seconds. And then our speech, Zeus smashed it. Like, what he was saying, I knew they couldn't cut him off. Like, they had to just because that that speech was very powerful and it went viral for a reason but it all happened so fast in the moment like you got bright lights you've got 1500 people looking at you and I remember zoo saying when he got up there all we could like because there's a massive bright light you can only see some of the crowd and the one person's head you he could see was Ross Kemp because it was bold. Oh and he the, had a massive and, the, and head. the light was shining on his head. So literally that that's one of the main like people we could see and then yeah man, it all happened so fast and it was just so surreal. Like even going backstage after collecting the award, like
0: I think guys only get starstruck with certain, certain people, people. Like, yeah.
1: Tubbsy as well. Footballers. Like, tell yeah. them who you
0: were starstruck. I don't up. care about a lot of people, like because um, who he did care about. Because like <laughs> I w- like I don't like watch Teddy as much as I used to, and I also like I don't listen to music a lot, so it's like a lot of people that everyone else knows, I don't know who they are, so I'm just like. Yo, the, bro. The you one you good?
1: person tubsy And sore. then, And then
0: I see Deborah Meaden and I'm like, hey, that's Deborah Meaden. You know, oh, I need to chat to her. And then I went to the, I started speaking to the wall. Yeah. I went to the wall. Yeah. I started speaking to the wall. I was like, yo, what am I going to picture? I got to picture something right now.
1: For those of you who don't know who Deborah Meaden is, she's a dragon from Dragon's Den. That was my favorite show, you know. Dragon's Den.
0: For used... a good time. When Do I clock.
1: I always used to sit there and think, are those notes real? Or have they just put a 50 at the top? Nah, they're not real. Oh they're all fake yeah um yeah, i would, would uh, pitch
0: for real i would have probably uh pitch the electric bike conversion kit i know there's loads of them out there but see right now it's going off right now especially <laughs> if you open you know especially if you just get like individual lithium cells and you can create your own battery wait till the orders come in and then just bang out the battery and just send off there's quite a few more ideas but i don't know i'll just cycle through all of them until she agrees
1: So there you have it, that's why that's why we're in the T V world and how we got into it
0: and now we're embarking on the podcast journey. This has been great. Next episode, I will come with all the awkward questions that Hider must answer on the spot Come um, with all the awkward facts Hyda, facts well. will do the same. Bring and them
1: the facts, man. Hit them with what you hit us with, bro.
0: You will get an update on my on my love life, on my search for will, for man. my wife, <laughs> whether um, your mum
1: had set you up with someone or whether yeah. you found
0: the love of your life yourself. Yeah, you I'm probably never know, man. Me, I'm I'm open to 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 do you're that. open with- look. <laughs> My open book but well, you know what at first i was quite close like i don't want to get married like i don't want to do that but
1: you're saying cube, cupid shot you in your ass yeah now. Really yeah now i'm just ready <laughs> you know my heart's
0: open i'm just like ready to absorb the all the good energies yeah, Good man. Vibes. It feels great It feels great to do this podcast Episode 1 It does f- In I this house
1: that, that went well That went well Yeah we, we spoke a lot of shit For a long time
0: I mean Which is uh, something we love doing Speak for yourself mate um, I don't know mate You're smelling a bit I, eggy I in speak it, real innit? life I speak <laughs> real life
1: <laughs>
0: Catch us on
1: On the socials At Tubzy and Hyder And our personal ones I am Tubzy Hyde's official HYDZ yeah, sure. yeah and if you lot want another podcast to listen to and if you're into boxing which we both are check out the George Groves Boxing Club the guests include trainers former champions promoters along with a few boxing legends which you, you get me you might see them so make sure you lock in just search for the George Groves Boxing Club in your podcast app now yeah man make sure you lot subscribe as well man show us some love like I know we're new to this we might not be the best at it now but we will be the best trust me and
0: this has been The World, the World According to Tabzi and Haida. We said robot, yeah? Yeah, robot is cool. The World
1: According to and Haida.